0: Hey, Sam here, and I know your day's crazy, but I've got a quick idea to take your stress from overwhelmed to under control. So let's tackle systems from the classroom to your living room, one simple step at a time. This is the Simple Systems with Sam podcast. Here we are with our first extra credit episode of this new school year. I was really bad at explaining this like at all, anywhere, but I am returning to a normal one episode a week. Unless there's some bonus content, which then we will have these extra credit episodes. So today's extra credit episode is a very frequently asked question, and it's all about how I organize my lab supplies in my cabinets or any supplies, honestly, even if it's not for science, if you need to organize things in your classroom. These are the ideas that I follow. And these are ideas that I got when I was an assistant manager at Target, but also when I worked as a quality engineer at a manufacturing facility. There are so many ways that we can keep things organized. And I think that over the years and having to move classrooms so often, I've always defaulted to looking at it this way. Because if a store like Target is going to organize their merchandise in a specific way, you should probably take notice. So I'm going to treat my classroom like a store. And we're going to walk through a combination of nine ideas and steps that you can take to make your classroom shoppable. The one thing I want to say is I really wanted to have an actual video of me going through my classroom, walking through this, but there were so many kind of hilarious circumstances that kept coming that it was just not going to happen. And so while I wish I had some real footage for you, If you follow me over on Instagram, I will continue to show you how I'm implementing this in stories so you can see it there. But for now, I think I have it really simplified down so that you can follow along without even seeing it. The first step, when you walk into Target, you know where the different departments are. And the different departments contain different things. If you need bananas, you are not going to walk to the seasonal section Or if you need laundry detergent, you are not going to go over to the clothing department. Instead, each department is very compartmentalized. It is kept there so that you can find things easier because then you spend more money there. But also because it helps everybody to know exactly where an item should belong. So that's the idea we're going to take into place. What departments does your classroom have? I'll go ahead and tell you my classroom is broken up by my lab stations. Each lab station has a whole set of cabinets. Each lab station is also organized by color. So I have a red, orange, yellow, green, blue, and purple lab station. And then I'm going to have a numbering system through all those, but we'll get to that in a minute. My red section is for my consumables. These are the things that I'm probably going to need to grab pretty frequently and are going to disappear. So I'm going to need to inventory that section at the end of the year to make sure I have enough. Orange is for generic lab supplies that don't necessarily go to one thing or another and don't fit in other categories, but might be frequently used. Yellow is for measurement tools, so this is obviously things like measuring tapes, but it's also going to be like spring scales and balances, anything that I can use to measure something. My anemometers are in a drawer. It's great. Green is going to be for my physics-specific demos. My blue section is for toys, which might be a very science-specific thing, but I have a corner section over by my blue lab station, and I literally call it the corner of cars, which also helps me remember what's over there. But I have so many Hot Wheels tracks. I have constant velocity cars over there. I have larger cars. And then above that is my cabinet of balls. And I have tennis balls, ping pong balls, golf balls, golf balls, all the things you can think of. All of the toys with my fidget spinners and slinkies go over there. (laughs) Then the purple is going to be all my vernier stuff. Any type of sensor or something that needs to be calibrated or if it belongs with my air tracks, it's all going to go in that one section and that section is going to be over in the corner of the room. We're not going to access those that often, but I do have them right next to where my air tracks are kept. Then I also do have a storage cabinet and these are for the extra or things that I don't necessarily need, but I have in stock. And that is just backstock. So I treat that like a warehouse. I am extremely fortunate that I do have a newer school. So we are fully stocked and have everything that we could possibly need for years and years down the road. Because of this, I do have a lot of extras that I don't need access to, but need to be in a science classroom. I will say when I took over from other classrooms of, you know, 17 and 20 year vets, this would not have been an area that I would have cared about or needed. Instead, I would have had almost a quarantine area of things that I just wasn't sure if I needed or was going to use, and then I would go through that cabinet at the end of the year and decide if I could toss it. So that gets me into the next part. You need to go through your items and decide what department they should belong in. It's going to be a little challenging for some of them because they might span two departments, and if you have a couple different things that are going to do that, then you need to go broader on your departments or reconsider how you might organize them. If it's just a couple of them, then you just need to make a decision on which one you're more likely to consider it going with. But as you're going through, you're going to, one, dispose of quote-unquote expired goods. If it is older than your teaching career, you don't need it anymore. It is probably not coming back. If it's for a course you haven't taught in three or more years, then you could put it in quarantine, but I would also consider either handing it off to somebody else who could currently use it or going ahead and getting rid of it. Because let's be honest, if it had been three plus years since you taught a course, you're potentially going to have to relook at all of that and make sure that everything still fits the standards and what you're able to accomplish. So as you're going through and organizing, whether you're pulling things out of a storage area or you've moved into a new classroom or you're just dealing with all the stuff that was left there before, go cabinet by cabinet and put things where their department is going to be located. If it doesn't fit or if it's expired, you need to consider if you still need it or not. If you're low on space, then you're really going to have to decide what to prioritize in your room. On this same note, though, don't go ahead and pull everything out if you know it's already going to belong in the department that's right there. So as I was going through my classroom, for example, today, I was taking this classroom over from a previous chem teacher. So there is glassware in all of the cabinets and there are things everywhere that I don't necessarily use. But as I'm clearing out cabinet by cabinet and putting them where their department is going to be found, I realized that some things were already in their department. So I could leave them in the cabinet and not worry about having to rearrange it and grabbing everything out right then and there. But also, when you're going to stock up after you've cleared out your cabinets, don't take things out just to have them taken out. For example, I had balances in a couple of cabinets they took up a decent amount of space, but it was in my toy department. Well, I had a stockpile of balances in the correct department, and I didn't need any extra spaces in my toy department. So, what did I do? I left them there because all I was going to do is move them into the warehouse when they're really not bothering anything being out on the floor. I had enough space for this situation. If you don't, then you might want to go ahead and move everything out. But I think as you go ahead and get rid of some expired goods, you will find. That it's going to all fit. Once you have everything sorted into the departments, the next step is to go ahead and make sure that you are sorting it correctly onto your shelves. What you need to do is look at your commonly used items, the things that you know you're going to be reaching for over and over again. And those should go at eye level. Same thing within your fridge. You're going to want things that you frequently reach for to go right in front of you because that's that's where it all goes. That's actually why my leftovers are there. So that I'm constantly seeing it at eye level. And I'm going to grab them and eat them. And in a store, they're going to put generic brands at eye level because that's the store brand. They want you to buy those. So they are going to set them right there in the middle so you will constantly grab for them. So if you have a full length cabinet, you're going to go for right in the middle. That's that's your main priority space. If you have top cabinets, you're looking at the bottom shelf being your priority space. And if you're looking at bottom cabinets, then the top shelf is your priority space. You want to make sure those sections are kept as prime real estate for the things you are constantly going to be grabbing. Another rule of stores is you don't put the heavy stuff up on top. It might not need the prime real estate section, but do not risk putting the heavy things on the very top shelf when you or a student is going to need to possibly grab it down another day and it's going to cause some issues. Instead, put the heavy stuff on the low, low shelves And you will have somebody who squats and does all the weight room stuff in your classroom who can pick it up and put it on the counter for you. While you're stocking your shelves, you want to look like a store, which means that you want to go from back of the cabinet to front with the same item. So often we think about going just all the way across the back and then putting something in front of it. But then if you need something from the very back, especially if it's something longer, you have to then take everything out of the shelf to go get the item that's back there. Also, you forget it's even there. So instead, we need to make sure that we look like a grocery aisle. So you have things stocked from back to front in a very visible way. That's also gonna be a really good easy indicator of when you might be missing something or if you're running low on something. Because if the stock you normally have takes up the entire depth of the cabinet and all of a sudden it doesn't anymore, then you know that it's time to add that to your list. The last thing that stores are always going to do in Any sort of organization system is going to have a really good label system. If you go to a store and there is no label on the shelf telling you how expensive an item is, you're more likely to not grab it. But if you go to a store and all the items are behind closed doors and you don't even know what's in it, you're probably not going to find the item you need. So we need to make sure that everything is labeled and you're going to consider it just like a store. You're going to have a department, an aisle, and then a shelf location. I would keep an inventory in a Google Sheet or an Excel file. And you're just going to go cabinet by cabinet and list the things that are in it. For example, my first department is the red department. Red is my consumables. And in aisle one slash cabinet one, I'm going to have rows A, B, and C for my shelves. Then when I'm going to look for something later on, I can search my inventory sheet for Play-Doh, let's say, And I actually know off the top of my head, because I just stocked this today, that is red 2A. So I can go to the red section, cabinet 2, shelf A, and all of my Play-Doh is right there. The inventory is going to be the key. Now, if you want to label the outside of your cabinets, or you just want to keep the Excel spreadsheet hidden for yourself, either way is totally fine. But knowing where things are is going to make your shopping experience a lot more pleasurable when you need to find everything for a lab. Now, one of the things that I think a lot of people are going to say is, why wouldn't you organize items by the lab that you're doing? Well, because before I was overly stocked for supplies, and even now, I use the same material over and over and over again. There is no way that I'm going to sort everything out by lab material. It's just There's no way I'm going to sort all my material by lab. I just don't have the quantity for that. But also, I'm going to change up my labs every once in a while. You know, you're always finding something literally the week before you teach a content item, and you're going to say, that's awesome. I'm going to do that. But then now you have no clue where any of your lab supplies are. So instead, the department sections have worked out really well. The next time you get more lab supplies, you just decide what department it goes into and then where you have space in your aisles. If you don't have space in your department sections, then we need to start prioritizing some items. We're seeing if maybe we can hold it somewhere else just for a little bit until there is more room. But if you keep all of these things in mind and treat your classroom, then shopping for your lab experiences is actually going to be enjoyable and it's not going to be a stressful situation when you might have to return some items. So that's our extra credit episode for today. I hope you found it helpful and I would love to see pictures of your organized lab stations Send me a picture over at engineers Education on Instagram or to my email at hello at doeseducation.com. Until next time. Thanks for hanging out today. I hope that this simple step will help build big results in your classroom, home, and life. Remember to subscribe, review, and tag me on social media at engineerdoeseducation so we can build a simple system together.